Welcome to the Yet We Thrive podcast. We're your hosts, Jessica and Lindsay. Even though we're all part of this club that we never intended to sign up for, we are so glad you're here. We are a community for women who have lost babies or have struggled to get pregnant, and we're here to help you thrive even in the midst of these impossible circumstances. So join us as we show you practical and sometimes unconventional ways every week for how to thrive in this one crazy life. Welcome to the Yet We Thrive podcast. This is episode 58. Today we're continuing our Call the Midwife quote, quote series, but before we begin, something that's frustrating us and something that's bringing us joy. So I've been having anxiety attacks. Oh no. I know, which last week I shared that like I haven't been able to concentrate. Well, I think it's because like those days when I can't concentrate, mm-hmm. then it like turns into an anxiety yeah. attack because I just feel like out of control. Like I can't even whatever. Yeah. Blah, blah. So I probably need to look into that and see, but we're going to try the coffee thing and see if that yes. helps. <laughs> yes. So, you know, um, we'll just, we'll just see, but it is very frustrating. Yeah. It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is bringing me joy is Jess has had access to the inf- is this information for like forever and I just haven't checked it in like a year since we started the podcast. <laughs> but I just checked all of the stats for our mm-hmm. podcast. You guys, we have over 3,000 listens. It's crazy. Which is crazy. And yeah. we have listeners literally all over the world. Mm-hmm. There's like seven or eight countries or yeah. something that are represented. Mm-hmm. And even though they're all like less than 1%. It's There's still, people listening, yeah. and that's amazing to yeah. me. I've actually gotten to talk to a couple of them, which is just that's like awesome. Blows my mind, and yeah. it's amazing, and it feels really good to just like this. I mean, like we love doing this, right? It's amazing. It mm-hmm. feels so good to do it, but it feels really it's good also that like, when, like it's all over the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and it's also a lot of work. Yeah, I mm-hmm. spent like five hours this mm-hmm. week writing these podcast episodes. Yeah. And gathering information and ideas and then we're taking time to come here and mm-hmm. like I love it I love podcast record days it's yeah. amazing but it's just nice to see that all of our work is paying yeah. off absolutely so yeah yay, it's exciting well something that's frustrating me is so we actually um our oldest got a new bed a bigger bed and Ooh, so she just fancy. turned 10, 10 last October so we've lived in our new house for three years and we haven't okay. really touched the upstairs so yeah basically just got all the basic things so we have flat paint all over upstairs and you look at it and there's a mark scuffed up everywhere Uh so um we painted her room redid her room and everything and then I don't like the closet system in there because it's just like the white one wire thing oh yeah it's yeah Yeah, I don't like it and Mm -hmm. so you all know me by now. I like to be organized. Uh Um, so we decided to go with the pack system at Ikea okay but it's always out of stock and every time we call they're like we're getting a shipment this Saturday just be online so literally my husband wakes up at like 5 a.m. and is like on it ready Waiting. to like place the order <laughs> and it never happens <laughs> and so now we get like text messages like it'll be here between February 20th and February 27th you know uh-huh. and so we're looking like the one here in Indiana and uh-huh. the one in St. Louis because our family lives there yeah. but so her clothes and everything that's in her closet is now in the guest room, just scattered everywhere. Oh. And she's like, I can't find where my pants are. Of course you can't just, because they're scattered everywhere. They're just everywhere. Oh. So that's frustrating. That's frustrating. Um, but something that's bringing me joy mm-hmm. is um, one of my cousins is getting married this weekend. And the poor girl, her she was supposed to get married in um, 
April of 2020. Uh, so that got oh pushed back. Two years later. Two years. Oh and gosh. it got pushed back to August 2020. And then it still was like crazy. So, but in the meantime, that got married in her backyard, had a baby. Okay. And now they're finally oh, having the wedding, wedding two years later. Oh. Um, and so I'm just so excited. We've oh been gosh. planning this for two years. And, you know, it's just been a roller coaster. Wow. And so I'm excited to just for her to have yeah. her, and her husband to have that oh, moment so and nice. that day and to celebrate. And so oh. that's. Bring me joy. And I finally get to wear this beautiful dress <laughs> after Why sitting in my, oh my, in my closet for two years. So <laughs> that's uh, bringing me joy. So that's awesome. Okay. So we're continuing our call the midwife quote series. And just as the disclaimer, it took me several years before I could watch the show because it felt too triggering. Mm -hmm. But now that I am in a much better place, I love to watch it. And it feels like, I feel like it's informative and it helps me understand people's situations uh -huh. better but also it's like contributed to my healing journey right, yeah and so it's just a really good show so maybe you feel ready to watch it maybe you mm -hmm. don't there's no right or wrong just take that you know do what you want with mm -hmm. it the quote for today is you will feel better than this maybe not yet but you will you just keep living until you are alive again wow Whew. that's good <laughs> it's like mm -hmm. it's so good so this quote is from season three, episode five. Mm -hmm. um, and in this episode, one of the characters' fiancés dies unexpectedly. And she's crying to somebody that she never got to say goodbye. And this kind woman that she's talking to who went through the Holocaust and escaped tells her, you will feel better than this. Mm -hmm. Maybe not yet, but you will. And the girl cries and asks, will I? And the woman grasps her shoulder and reassures her, yes, you just keep living until you are alive again. Mm. So when I first wrote this down, when I watched it the first time, I wrote down until you feel alive again. And then I went, when I went back and like watched it again, and then I read the transcript for it to make sure it was right, it says until you are alive again. Mm. And I think the distinction between that is really important. Yeah. Because I have days where I don't, I don't feel alive. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, yeah. even though I'm good now, even though like I've worked through my grief, there's still days where I'm just like, it just hits you in the face. Of my kids should be here yeah. right now. Why are they not here? Mm -hmm. This is a really hard day. Mm -hmm. And that part of me just feels dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I just feel like not even if it necessarily feels like dead, but just feels less alive. Yeah. You know, just yeah. feels like dark and shrouded mm -hmm. and, um, you just keep living until you are mm -hmm. alive again. And it's so true because you are alive. Right. And yes, when when you experience loss, mm -hmm. a part of you dies. Yeah, it's so true. And if you were planning a life with kids and mm -hmm. then never were able to get pregnant, a part of you dies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is a real thing. Right. And that doesn't come back. Mm -hmm. Like that part of me that like loves my boys and doesn't get to mother them mm -hmm. that will never come back but there are different ways mm -hmm. you know like we've talked about how what we're doing right now through right. Thrive is mothering right and even though we don't get to mother the babies that we've lost we get to help, help. mother these women yes. yeah who need somebody to hold their hand and tell Absolutely. them you won't always feel this way I always I always say there's there's the just before March 1st 20 uh 2010 yeah. and then there's the just after March 1st, 2010. Yeah. Because they're totally two different people. They're totally two different and, people. Um, I think there's pieces of me before, mm -hmm. but um, there's times, and especially in the very beginning, I mourned 
Yeah. My, I mourned the Jess before March yeah. 1st, 2010. Yeah. Um, and it was like weird. It was a weird thing. It is a weird thing. Um, but it's so true that like a piece of you dies. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. I have to kind of shift my mind and think, but so much has bloomed. So much has bloomed. From that. Yes. You know, yeah. and it's weird to say I'm thankful for the person I am now, mm-hmm. you know, kind of how you talked about last episode, like, yeah. but it's just, yeah, yeah, it's definitely crazy. It is crazy. And there mm-hmm. are things, you know, like I miss being more light and free Same. and yeah. not having to every single day of my life balance joy and grief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, I like who I am more now. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I can relate to people better and I can right. love people better. And yeah. And I have a deeper sense, like, of myself, too. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I'm more of a whole person. Right. As opposed to, like, I'm not as shallow, yeah. <laughs> which sounds right. terrible, yeah. but, like, it is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you haven't been to the depths, you haven't right. been to the depths. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, not that, like, my life was totally hunky-dory before, but, you right. know, I've experienced loss all throughout my life. But it's right. different when it's your child. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I know we've referenced it so many times because it's one of my favorite episodes that we've done, but it's the episode with Hannah Redden where she talks about going to her friend's house and watching her family live after she lost her first baby. Doing things like that can really just help show you how to start living again. And really, it's all about taking one step at a time. Uh, Maybe that means getting out of bed for a longer amount of time every day. Uh, Maybe it's easy. Uh, Maybe it's easing your way back into work or around new moms maybe it's saying no to those baby showers or sending a meal or a gift instead of showing up in person when your friend's baby is born Um, definitely take it one step at a time until finally one day you'll find yourself living again and you don't always feel this way Um, one day you will be alive again and when that day comes there will be so many exciting and wonderful and beautiful things to look forward to and I just remember that episode I mean, because so I good. it really was just an a, like a vision mm-hmm. of her like just not wanting to go over there maybe yeah. or like she knows she needed to do that because mm-hmm. like everything was surrounding her in that moment was just not great you yeah. know but to like be vulnerable mm-hmm. and take yourself out of that yep and go to someone's house where people mm-hmm. are living and alive mm-hmm. and um. And you see more beauty, yeah. you know, because yeah. sometimes when you're in there, again, going back to the rose and the thorn, uh-huh. like you're just ah, so focused on the thorn when you can really just, yeah, yeah, see a beauty that comes mm-hmm. from that. Well, and grief and loss are so paralyzing. Yeah. And sometimes you don't know how to keep living. Right. Like you, like you don't remember. Your body doesn't know mm-hmm. how to get up and do the dishes mm-hmm. in the morning or whatever and so sometimes you do physically need somebody to show you how or mm-hmm. to remind you how and that's mm-hmm. what she did when she went over to her friend's house she just yeah. got to go and sit and right. be right she didn't have to do the dishes she didn't have to help with mm-hmm. the homework but just watching other people do that and them giving her the space to do that that's right. huge yeah i think we need to talk about that for right. a minute because right. do that for your friends just mm-hmm. invite them to come over right. and just to be mm-hmm. yeah or tell them I would love to come over what day works right. for you and right. we'll just sit together and, mm-hmm. or I can do your dishes. You can't do them right now. That's fine. Don't right. do them. Let me do them. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll do your dis- dishes. I'll make you coffee. You can, then we can sit together or right. whatever. Yeah. And yeah, you know, there was an instance I had a friend who had 
lost a baby and then she was pregnant again and started spotting again like mm. she had when she had lost the baby and she just asked if she could just come over and so I was like absolutely my house is welcome to you anytime and she came over and I opened the door and I was like I'm gonna be honest with you I don't know what you expect mm-hmm. I was like but I'm open to whatever we right. can talk about it we cannot talk about mm-hmm. it we can watch a sad movie mm-hmm. we can watch a funny movie whatever you need right now I'm game right and it felt really uncomfortable to say that because mm-hmm. I want to offer all the solutions. Right. Yeah. But, she, and she just, she didn't know either. Right. She's like, mm-hmm. honestly, I don't really know. I just, yeah. can we just like go sit on your couch? And I was right. like, yep, my couch mm-hmm. is open. Yep. <laughs> you shouldn't sit alone on your couch. Come yeah. sit on my couch with me. Right. And we'll just sit here. And our conversation was kind of awkward just because she's anxious and doesn't know what's happening. And we talked about it a tiny little bit. And then we just like, we just sat there. Mm-hmm. And I honestly was like, this is not helping her. This is not doing what Mm -hmm. I was hoping it would do and when she left she hugged me and said this was really helpful for me thank you that's all she needed was just for me to sit with her Mm -hmm. even though we were quiet most of the time and felt a little bit uncomfortable right that was what she needed right she just needed to know like Mm -hmm. somebody can sit in this like awkward space I'm in with me yeah Mm -hmm. so take that too Mm mm-hmm yeah. I know we talked about last week, like not always something you can say, but there's always something you can do. Like mm-hmm. sometimes it'll look way different mm-hmm. and it won't even feel like it's helpful. Yeah. And then they'll come back and tell you that was really helpful. It was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, you won't, you won't always feel this way. You will learn how to live again. Yeah. You will learn. Sometimes just, just take it one step at a time. Like mm-hmm. I've had so many moms tell me after losing their baby, I'm so nervous to get back into work. I've had some mm-hmm. time off and it's been like, I've been able to do my thing, but I'm mm-hmm. so nervous to start working again yeah. because then it's like life resumes as though right. nothing ever happened. Right. Yeah. And so I think being able to recognize that and mm-hmm. then just take it one step at a time, wake up that morning and say, all right, just make it through the next 30 minutes mm-hmm. and then I'll check in with myself. Right. Or, or ask a friend to check in on you every hour on the hour. Right. Can you check in on yeah. me every hour? And just see how I'm doing. Or just let me know, like, hey, I'm thinking about right. you. Mm-hmm. You can do this. I'm praying for right. you. Whatever. Just come up with a plan. Right. For how you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. We talk about all the time. Make a plan. Yeah. Be intentional. Mm-hmm. You will learn how to live your life again. Yeah. If you can't do the dishes, mm-hmm. just do one. Right. I'm like, seriously, just do one. Or I heard somebody recently that's going around Facebook right now, I think, a post about run your dishwasher twice. Don't rinse them. Just load it and run your dishwasher mm-hmm. twice right. <laughs> until they're clean. Yeah. yeah or like run, run your washing machine however many times. Right. You won't always do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not always going to be like that. Right. Sometimes you just have to take those first tiny little baby mm-hmm. steps and ease your way back into it. Do you remember a time where you started to take those baby steps? Um, yeah. It was with after losing Judah and... If you don't know that story as you're listening, you can go back. I think it's episode three um, where I tell my story. But basically, I had a super rare pregnancy, and uh, the baby didn't make it. He was stillborn at, like, 17 weeks, and then I almost died. Mm -hmm. I was so close to dying. And it took a huge toll on my body, Mm -hmm. and it took me a really long time to get well. And so for me, it was like it wasn't even just like, oh, doing the dishes is hard. It was like, you're not allowed to do the dishes because you have to rest. You can't do anything. You have to sit in a dark room 
and watch something not stressful on TV or not watch anything at all. Right. Because your blood pressure is sky high. So if it's going to stress you out a little bit, don't right. do it. Yeah. Which is not stressful at right. all. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I had, like, I had to just, like, take it one day at a time, mm-hmm. one step at a time. Mm-hmm. I had a 10-month-old at the time. I couldn't even pick her up. Like, I w- she was too heavy. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to pick lift more than five pounds. Mm. And so all I wanted to do was hold her right. because I was missing my other baby. Right. And I had to, like, sit on the couch and make sure somebody could, like, help me hold her, sit mm-hmm. next to me and help in case she was squirming or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so that it was took like, you a little longer. It took longer. me a long time yeah. to just, like, every single day be like, all right, today I'm going to try this. Like, riding a bike. I really, really wanted to ride my bike. We went camping. And it was, it had been like three months probably. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to take my bike out for a ride. Yeah. But there were lots of hills and I went around once Mm -hmm. and I was exhausted. I was totally depleted. And at first that was like super disappointing. But then I was like, no, you know what? That's okay. Tomorrow I'm going to take it back out and I'm going to go around again and see how I feel and just work myself up Mm -hmm. to being able to do something that I enjoy and something that felt like it just felt so good to like let the wind hit my face and mm-hmm. to be doing something on my own yeah, and actually kind of be by myself for yeah. a minute uh-huh. out in nature. And so it's just like having that conversation with yourself and say, okay, what do I need to do today? Uh-huh. How can I start to do that thing? And that's, that's kind of what I had to do yeah. just every day for months. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, kind of along the same lines yeah. since we had the same pregnancy. Same pregnancy. Um, but I had the injections every Friday. And so I feel like I was like in this limbo of like, whenever I pictured in my mind, it was like, I didn't breathe from March 1st until August 22nd. Like I just didn't, there was no living there. Like I just was holding my breath. I felt like the whole time. It's a really good way to put it. Yeah. And it does feel that way. Yeah. And so like, I felt like my life was just paused. Uh Um, but in August is when I had my last injection mm. and I felt like that was like freeing for me. Yeah. And so then I had time to process everything that just happened. Cause right. again, I just felt like you couldn't like, do it till it was over. No. Yeah. yeah. And I just like, I just needed to know that I was going to be okay. That, you know, like everything in my life was going to be okay. Right. And so, um, I just, I just think of a center, like frozen block mm. those between March and August, that's where I was. Yeah. Um, and so once I had my last injection, I felt like, okay, I could breathe. And like that ice just started to mm. melt and I was able just to see and feel the warmth of the sun and like yeah. hear birds around me. And like, I was just, I don't know. It's, it was very a weird experience. Um, but I felt like after that I was able mm. to take a little bit more of baby steps and getting back in the routine of like working and just, um, being intentional in my marriage. And then also in church and the Mm -hmm. ministries that we are involved in. Um, so I feel like that's kind of when I allowed myself to breathe Mm -hmm. and take those steps. Yeah. So, So, yeah, I feel, I feel like so many women feel that way, but feel like they are not allowed to feel that way. Right. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. they're not allowed to be nervous about going back to work mm-hmm. or about like getting back into the routine right. or whatever. And that's yeah. just so not true. You're well, allowed f- to. Right. And you feel guilty. There's times where I was yes. like, catch myself laughing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel good. Like, it, but it like, again, so good to laugh, but 
again, as a believer, I know that that's the enemy. Right. You know, and so like, again, it's that mind shift mm-hmm. um, and everything. But yeah, it was, it was a really crazy time. But yeah. I felt like once I started those baby steps, mm-hmm. it was like I could hear more. I could see more. I could breathe more. Like, yeah, I was in the world that I was in and yeah. like living and um, enjoying those little synapse of mm-hmm. life right. again. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like in like shows and movies and stuff when people talk about like when they lost their love, food lost its mm-hmm. taste and the world lost its color. Yeah. And like, yes. And then when you find love again or when, mm-hmm. or when a baby is born, it's yeah. like all of a sudden the world has color and yes. food has its taste. It, food yeah. tastes better. And, you know, it's like, it's, it's almost really like that like, transition. It is. And it really like those months, it was like my life was black and white. Yeah. Like when you think yes. of like a TV and black and white, but then... It started to gain more like mm-hmm. of this beautiful color yeah. again once I was able to just relax and breathe yeah. and know that everything was okay. Mm-hmm. It might not be what I wanted it, you know, right. like my baby was supposed to be in my arms in August, but right. instead I was getting a call from my oncologist saying, your numbers are down and you don't have to get any more injections, you know? So it was like, okay, yeah. that's great. But, you know, yeah. and so I just had to um, deal the cards in front of me and yeah. just be thankful that mm-hmm. I was alive and... Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's important to note too, that most of the time it is a process. Yes. It's not Mm -hmm. like some people, they do wake up one day and just decide I'm done. I'm going to live life. Mm -hmm. I'm going to move forward. Mm -hmm. Some people do that and that's awesome. Right. For a lot of people it's okay. I'm going to wake up 30 minutes earlier. You know, if you've been sleeping in or whatever, it's hard for right. you to get in bed. I'm going to wake up 30 minutes earlier tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And maybe sometimes you need to wake up 30 minutes earlier for a few days. Mm-hmm. And then you say, well, I'm going to wake up 30 minutes earlier than that. So now I'm waking mm-hmm. up an hour earlier. It's just a process. You just mm-hmm. have to give yourself time and mm-hmm. grace. And if you know somebody who's, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you haven't been affected by infertility or miscarriage right. or infant loss or stillbirth, give them that grace. Right. Yeah. Because they need it in trust me mm-hmm. they are being hard on themselves yeah. they're telling themselves yeah. I don't think this is okay but I don't know how to do it differently mm-hmm. am I okay and do I have value as a person mm-hmm. because this is so hard for me right yeah give them grace help them help them right you know lay their clothes out for them mm-hmm. in the morning so that that's one less thing for them to think about right so when they wake up in the morning and it's hard for them to get out of bed mm-hmm oh, there's my clothes. I'm just going to put those on or make them breakfast. Or if you're a friend, call them and say, hey, can can we go for a walk this mm-hmm. week so we can get outside and just yeah. breathe the fresh air? Mm-hmm. Just be available. Right. Give grace. Mm-hmm. Help them along. Yeah. It's good. They need it. They do. That actually leads us to our Thrive Tip yes. this month. This month, our Thrive Tip is Bloom. Um, What area of your life do you want to come alive again? That's what we've been talking about all episode. So what area do you want to bloom? Let us know. We always love to hear from you. And thanks for joining us today. And we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us on the Yet We Thrive podcast. If today's episode had any impact on you, we would love it if you would take a screenshot or write a quote to share on social media. Don't forget to tag us at Yet We Thrive so we can see. We would also love if you hopped onto your listening platform to leave a review. These things will help us to spread the word and keep on thriving. Until next time.